everybody. Welcome to episode 15 of The Wild Heart. Tonight's episode is going to be called Road Schooling. Our special guest tonight is Taylor and Daniel Stuckey. Um, These guys are in the same park that we are here, and they've they caught my attention really quick. I woke up one morning and there was this really cool school bus parked out here that had been completely renovated. And, you know, it was something I always wanted to do. And we ended up getting a new RV and all that. So I want to know all about it. So these are our special guests tonight. Um, welcome, Tyler and Danielle. Thank you for coming. Thanks for having us. Thank you. All right. So tell us the name of your rig. Start with that. So we have the uh, Wonderlust Schoolie. Okay, and spell Schoolie. S. K. O. O. L. I. E. Perfect. So there's no C there. Um, you guys, it's a really cool setup. It's an it's an older bus. It's schoolhouse red. You know, they've got a logo of the mountains and Wonderlust, and I mean, it's just to see it. You just imagine that it's this this cool family wandering around the country and just kind of doing their own thing. So let's find out what you guys are all about. So you're young. You're a young couple. Tell us how old you are. I'm 27. Okay. I'm 28. Okay. I've had y'all pegged for right in the late 20s. I was like, there's no way that we're in their 30s. But uh, I was, you know, I was trying to think about myself at that age and I wouldn't have been brave enough at that age to do what you guys are doing. So let's kind of um, tell everybody how this came about. What what happened to make you do this big move? When we first started it, though, we were planning like a weekend yeah, RV, yeah, yeah. not like a full time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So when we, when we bought our bus, we just we decided that we were gonna like take it for the weekend to go camping. Right. So when we bought our bus. I actually, I I drove a trash truck for seven years Okay. with Republic Services. All right. Got my CDL at 21 yep. and worked, 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 worked. And I had all these hours of working. And then one day I was actually picking up a dump. I, I was a swing driver. Okay. So I picked up everybody's route that was on vacation. Okay. So I didn't. So pick you up- never knew when you were, where you would be your schedule would right. be right okay. yeah so i was picking up everyone's route that was on vacation so i was i was always running around everywhere well then i was picking up a commercial route so i was dumping uh commercial dumpsters right in nixa missouri and i was dumping this dumpster and i, I picked it up probably 50 times before Okay. I just never put my mind to it. And I dumped it and I looked at the side of the building and it said use bus sales. And I was like, hold up. (laughs) We've been looking for a bus. We thought they were like the school district. I thought it was the school district. Okay, y'all didn't realize they actually sold them. It was all yellow buses. Right. And they were all lined up perfectly in a fenced in area. And uh, I ended up going in and I asked him, You guys sell school buses here? And he was like, Uh, so what does one go? Um, 
We ended up pulling up. I think we pulled up their website, right? First. Yeah. We um, were we were guessing like four to seven thousand. Yeah, four to seven thousand for a bus. Um, we rolled in there, asked them for a list of buses that they had, and they showed me this list, and I <laughs> I saw this bus that said uh, fourteen hundred dollars. Fourteen hundred dollars. One comma four zero zero. So I I saw it. I got there before she did because I got off work and I went straight there. Right. And I told him, I was like, I'm dumping your dumpster. Can I look at your, can I look at it? Whatever. He said, come back. And I I told him, I was like, I want to come back whenever my wife's there and all this. We go back. I'm sitting there and he tells me, uh, this is the $1,400 bus. And I look at it. 2000 Thomas Freightliner 65 passenger school bus. Did it run? Well, we had a friend that worked there, and when we asked about it, he said, oh, actually, this is reserved for Doug because he had it had them put it back for us. And we were like, well, it's reserved for him for, for us. Yeah. Douglas Dobbs. <laughs> Shout out to Douglas Dobbs for putting um, it on hold. <laughs> but, but wait we, a minute. I got a question. So you found a, a year 2000, mm-hmm. 65 passenger bus. For $1,400, and it ran. I was there before she was, and she was on her way. Don't tell me you bought it before she got no, there. No, she was there. Okay. Well, well, I kind of. No, uh, I had the money, so no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she said, he came out with the key. He fired it up. It started right up. And and I'm telling you, this was, when did we buy it? December? Yeah. So it's no, cold no, no, and it no, was in November. Now. November. I think it was November. November in Missouri. It's so cold. it was cold. Right. He walks out and a diesel motor. It's been sitting in a parking lot for who knows how long. He fires it right up and it I mean it purred. Wow. Like that it just crazy it, it started to me. right up and now and I'm walking around, I'm looking at it and it started up and I called her. I called her. And I said, stop at the bank and get $1,400 out in cash because I guarantee you we're going to be driving away with a bus tonight. Oh my <laughs> and she God. said, what? <laughs> and I was like, I just heard it start. I haven't even drove it yet. Okay, back up. So when did you first have the dream about getting the bus? So it was probably like eight months before that. And we decided that we didn't want to buy a bus out of like our income so we well i say we he started a side business and it was stooky design so he was building different like wooden flags and selling them online or we did okay. like craft shows we did fall festivals and so all the money that we made from those we are putting back in like a separate account to go towards a bus. That's why I say we were planning on having to put back like four to seven thousand. Okay. But so within eight months, you you decided, hey, it might be cool to get a bus. And so, because I'm all into sort of you know what you desire comes to you, a sense of manifestation, right? So within eight months, you go by a place that you've been going by for months, and you just happen to notice that they sell these buses. Yeah, and I grew up in Nixa. Mm -hmm. I lived there my entire life, and I always thought that they were for the school districts. I never thought. So that just proves to you, though, that when when you decide you want something, 
your mind will gravitate toward it and you'll find it right oh, but okay. what i'm floored by is that they're that inexpensive we got really lucky our friend is a mechanic at the place that we bought the okay. bus and he said that most buses that come through you either have a slipping transmission or you have a a gasket that needs to get fixed or whatever it comes with issues you need yeah yeah you, you're gonna buy it cheap you're gonna have to fix it sure <laughs> hands yeah. hands down i won't lie we literally we bought the bus i converted the whole thing inside and out and i haven't put one dime mechanically in, into mechanically yeah. into wow it. you are lucky yeah, and I'm your mechanics and your mechanic friend checked it out got an okay and i drove it a thousand miles you're yeah well good yeah. good for you okay so down to florida so you're you're handy you and you you can do carpentry work mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So the build yeah. out and everything, you did this on your own. I built it from the ground up. Okay. So so for the listeners listening, it's not just the two of you. We have we have little ones, right? Right. Oh, yeah. So tell us about them. So we have a five year old son. His name is Aspen. And he's adorable, by the way. <laughs> he is chaotic. He's so cute. <laughs> and then we have a daughter named Brecklin, she'll be two in June. Okay. Um, but they both were in school full time before, well, in, until the day we closed. Okay. So this has been a big transition for them too because they are used to being around other kids. kids all the time, and he's used to doing like gymnastics on Thursdays, and he had a ton of stuff that he did with the school. Right. So this has been very different for them. Yeah, I, I would imagine it is. And, you know, I, I know when I have three and I, I know when they were little, you know, structure was super important, mm-hmm. right? Because kids like that. But I don't see any reason why you can't create that on the road as well. And, you know, I noticed and, and I'm sure your son was probably always this way, but he's very friendly. Yes. <laughs> you know, he's okay. like, hey, how are you? Mm-hmm. You know, and just talk to you. I mean, he really struck me as like this super sociable he's kid. very outgoing, and they always said that he was the class clown. Mm-hmm. And he's he's very social. I've had to tell him multiple times to not necessarily make friends with everyone he sees because <laughs> he, he wants to be best friends with everyone. He has and, decided that he wanted to show up to uh, everyone's campsite. Yeah, he was just trying to go. <laughs> if anyone was outside, he was he would go up to their campsite and try to be best friends with them. He's super cute. And yeah. then he got mad at me for telling him to stay home. Like in our in and, our little loop here. Yeah. And I and I told him I was like, you need to you need to stay here because right. other people are doing their things. And he was like. But they're outside. Yeah, it's all fair game. (laughs) That's cute. So you guys had a house. You had you had land. Oh yeah. You and you have you have pets along for the ride. Yes. Yes. So we came from over thirty two hundred square feet and four acres. Oh wow! And then we had a full basement, and we had toys that we got rid of before we came we had four wheelers so what i mean i know you have this dream you have this idea but what makes you want to get rid of all that with young kids and to take this on i mean that's where that i think there's a lot of people your age that are going like that's so cool you know i would like to do that but the thought 
of everybody living so closely and getting rid of all the things that people your age are, are, are trying to get, right? right? Like when we left our children who are your age, um, we were giving them all our stuff. We're like, here, that's take what, it. That's take what it. we were doing. But yeah. like to my, we gave my dad our truck. We had a truck. And then we just sold basically everything. Well, we only sold the mm. four-wheeler and the, our other car. And then everything else that we had, we gave away. So what so. What? What was the, the turning point for you guys as being so young to do that? So I started a... I, I got onto a I got my CDL at twenty one. Okay. Um, and then I started a trash business, trash business, um, driving a trash truck, and I did that for the last seven years. Yeah. And I'm telling you, probably thirteen hours a day, sometimes, sometimes more. Right. And you get the house. You get the cars. Mm-hmm. We didn't really have the cars though, because I'm an old fashioned kind of guy. I, I, I bought my car for like six hundred bucks, and I was cool with it. But we you had, had the what ha- you needed. We had the house. Right. We had thirty two hundred square foot house. Right. Um, upstairs, downstairs, basement, walkout basement. I built a full bar in the basement. Uh, we only used the living room. Right. We were all... If, Rest in peace, Shelby. I, we, built, I built a bar for my buddy that passed away, and that was um, kind of really the whole point of the, point of the basement, really. I mean, we had, like, parties yeah. and stuff, like, get-togethers with, with, the, with the basement, but... Um, we didn't use the basement during the week and our right. kids live outside so mm-hmm. we were either outside or if it was cold we were all in the living room and us too you know for us it seemed we were like are we sure we want to do this and we're like you know what we're always within three feet of each right. other basically yeah. so we're like why are we paying to heat and cool all this space and and you're landlocked when you mm-hmm. when you decide to settle somewhere it's like he says, you, you know, you go to work, you, you do your 8 to 13, 14 hours or whatever it is you do. You come home and everything's on this loop. It's like this repeat, mm-hmm. repeat. And then you're just living like like that Groundhog's Day. You know, every mm-hmm. day is the same. And I, I think it's great for you guys to be as young as you are to be like, I'm not going to do this for the rest of my life. Forget it. You know, let's just do it. Let's go have an adventure. And the thing is, you're young enough. If after three, four, or five years, whatever it is, if y'all are like, okay, we did that, we're now we're gonna settle, settle down, you can do that, right? But if you choose to keep this going, you know, I mean, just think about the experiences that you're giving the kids, right? Yeah. And the people they're gonna meet along the way, and the stuff, and the stories they'll have to tell, because you will build bonds, and and you'll build bonds with one another that you wouldn't otherwise if y'all were in the same place right i think think. that that was definitely the biggest thing was for me personally i was working so many hours right and away from home i literally lived in a trash truck yeah for seven years and you were missing your kids and And, your wife and all that yeah I mean, yeah. I my son, I watched him grow up through the hour, two hours that I had with him every night. Yeah. 
until he was four and a half. And my daughter, you know, till a year and a half. And she looks like a little cutie doll. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she's super she's amazing. Cute. Yeah. Yeah, they're polar and I, opposites. And they're both so like, like our son asked, he, he wants the attention of like, let's go ride bikes. Let's go do this. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. Let's go. Brooklyn, on the on the other hand, she's more of a she's a mama's girl. She wants she wants <laughs> <laughs> she wants to sit with mama. Well, I mean, that's good but, though. I mean, you don't want two that are like super social. One go one direction, one go another. Right. Y'all gonna have to divide and conquer. <laughs> At yeah. least yeah. if you got one that's kind of grounded. Yeah, she, you know, she's much calmer. She's very sweet. He is very. He's, but like he, he's always bouncing yeah. off the walls. Yeah. Like, so how does he do in the bus? Like I know y'all say he likes it outside. Mm-hmm. So when the weather's nice and everything, that's great. Go, go play, go run. Yeah. But let's just say it's you know it's it's not such good weather, or you've been traveling a lot. How does he do in the bus? So we haven't really had one of those days yet. Okay. Um, we only had we had like a gloomy rainy day, but he's went outside and yeah but he does he does fine he just has to have something to occupy him so it's like me yeah he if you give him something to do or even if it's just task or chores or helping whenever he so we had a like a snowstorm right before we left and it kind of prepped him for not being at school because he was with me for like two weeks and i would give him tasks like Laundry, he would do like wash and dry, and then he would put it in the basket. <laughs> but he would, if he has tasks, even if it's just like that, he's good as long as he has something to do. It doesn't matter what it is, he right? Just, he wants to be occupied. So, so you're homeschooling them? We are going to, we've only been on the road three weeks, I think. Okay. So, uh, we're gonna give them a little break, like a summer break. Sure, and, they need it. Yeah. yeah, and then we'll do. We're gonna do homeschooling with him, and then we're gonna do some online stuff. And you work remotely? I do. I work full time. Okay, so I think that's something a lot of people might be interested in because a lot of people are like, "How am I gonna make a living?" Sure. On the road. So I work. Well, I work in Central Time, but I work. 8 to 4 30 and okay. i do medical billing and collections for home health agencies okay. so um but i did that before we went remote so i used to be in office and then when covid hit everybody went remote and then since we went remote i've stayed remote um but now a lot of companies that do like medical billing whether it be like home health or hospice um they're hiring remote even when they didn't use to hire remote so a lot of people are branching out and even if they have plans to go back to the office for people who live local um they're not they're they're still hiring in all different states so okay so there's ways Mm -hmm. that you know you could you could totally take to the road and still work an eight four yeah. or eight three or sure. whatever, oh, yeah. and still travel around. You know, we we sold our business, and that's how we're managing. But eventually, I, I kind of feel like we're going to feel like we need to do something. Sure. Um, but right now, <laughs> <laughs> right now, it's just busy. It's busy getting used to yeah. living the lifestyle because everybody thinks you're just taking it easy. This requires care. Mm-hmm. You know, there's 
something that it's like having a house there's something that needs fixed all the time you know the dogs you have to work around the dogs and i'm sure for y'all the kids so it's not like we're just all kicking back in lounge chairs and soaking up the sun and drinking a beer that would be great yeah but you know there's work yeah playing pickleball (laughs) which i had never heard of until we got to florida yeah (laughs) i still haven't quite pickleball i have still haven't quite figured out what it is I think it's a it's a hybrid between racquetball and tennis. I yes. don't know. And okay. badminton. And badminton, whatever. And I'm not good at any of those things, Same. so I'll just stick with yoga. <laughs> but, no, I have great yoga mats. Go buy, <laughs> go buy you some tennis rackets because me and my brother-in-law, we have a bet. I'm about to whoop <laughs> up on him. With tennis, we haven't see, played. We haven't played yet. But I think but. the pickleball court is much shorter than a tennis court. So you guys are going to be pelting each other in the head with, <laughs> with tennis balls. Maybe pickleball Maybe rackets. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, pickleball racket. We'll come over racket. and film it to put it with the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but you know, like I noticed, you're a board a skateboarder. Yeah. D- Doug actually brought his longboard and his yeah. paddle and everything. He's a he's a skateboarder too. Yeah, I found that uh, our dogs they're used to being in a fence. Yeah, and they run all day long in a fence. Right, or having so full now they're they're kind because yeah. at some point I mean you have to tie them up otherwise they will just take, take off. off yeah um <coughs> our dogs love to run and so great for the skateboard and I saw you cruising I, by I jumped on the skateboard and I was like I'm gonna try it we'll see what happens they took off really fast the first time <laughs> <laughs> first couple times yeah um I had to. I'm trying to train them to kind of slow down to where, like, they're not necessarily pulling me. Right. To where it's not so much strain on them. Right. More so, like, I could... Riding with uh, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, so I could, like, I could scoot with them. Yeah. And... Well, it looked like they were doing pretty good. I mean, I watched you go by. They're, they they're were doing, doing pretty good. Yeah. They're they're definitely getting better. The only obstacle is whenever they see another person. Right. <laughs> or a dog. Distraction. They, they, like, destruction, take off. So, Austin saw him doing that, and I was working. I'm, I don't know where he was. But I looked up, and Bentley, which is the white dog, was okay. gone. And Austin was gone. So I was looking around for him, and Aspen was on his bike, and he had Bentley's leash in one hand, and Bentley was running while Aspen was riding his bike, and they were, like, going around the loop, and he comes back, and I was like, what just happened? You didn't tell anyone, and you guys were both just gone. <laughs> he just, I mean, he was stayed right here where he's been riding, but right. he like took Bentley with him. Yeah, I took a video of he him He saw Dad back. doing yeah. it, so he thought it would be all right if he did it, yeah. too. So it's kind of like monkey see, monkey right. do mm-hmm. sort of thing, right? Yeah. Um, okay, so you guys also travel with another couple, right? Yeah. That so follow you. His sister okay. and her husband, and then they have two kids, our oldest our oldest two are the same age and then our youngest two are the same age oh that's good um yeah so they're only five and seven weeks apart and neither of them were plans like that right (laughs) but so we have four kids between the two trailers i mean between a bus and a a fifth wheel hang on the first 
kids. Uh-huh. The oldest. Um, we were going on our honeymoon. We had just gotten married. And the day... Um, the day we were going the, to the airport. What was it? Like two days after or the day after? Our wedding? Yeah. We got married on Either Saturday the, and it was that next Monday. Okay, so two days after right. our, our actual wedding. Yeah. We went to breakfast with our whole family. My sister and my brother-in-law, they were meeting us there with my mom. But my sister said, she sent a text to me and said, hey, we need to talk. I said she's pregnant. Whatever. <laughs> Danielle said she's pregnant. And I was like, hold up. Don't say oh, that. Oh, but women know. Women know. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say that. Literally, Cameron gets out of the car and she, <laughs> she says... I'm pregnant. Well, and she was supposed to be leaving <laughs> for officer candidate school for the she's, military. She was oh. going into. She was going to enlist. No, she was already enlisted. Yeah, she had already done basic training, and she was supposed to be leaving for officer candidate yes. school. So did that get in the way? Oh yeah, yes. she did. So. <laughs> okay, and then you got pregnant. So right after. Yeah, on our honeymoon. Jump start, jump start to uh, a week later. She says, breast control is making me feel bad. No, I said I was... And I said, stop taking it. Yeah. And you know what happens when you do that? It was, yeah, it was yeah. on our honeymoon. Okay. And then... So, yeah. our kids were were born... Fi- our first kids were born five weeks apart. And then uh, it was really cool. My, my mom was... Over the moon. Over I'm the sure. moon. That's great. I mean, she had a grandkid for her first grandkid, and then uh, five weeks later, she has yeah. her second grandkid. Similar story for for my family. There was there was me, my sister, and my sister in law, and they were born June, July, or I'm um, yeah, uh, May, June, and August. Oh, okay. So we had boom, boom, boom. Uh-huh. We had three, like all at the same time, and they were the first grandchildren of the family. So yeah. all of a sudden, my mom had like three grandbabies so it's a pretty cool thing to do my mom has 13 (laughs) oh that's a lot but but that's great for the kids right because they Mm -hmm. have someone else to play with yeah that's their age that they can relate well and tyler and jason which is her husband worked together at republic services and then cameron and i have always worked together too we both have always we've done the home health billing and collections together so and when we went remote we worked together from her house so we were working together every day our kids were going to the same school every day and then the guys were working together every day so who decides where you go how do y'all figure out where the bus is going well we kind of at first our plan was we wanted to go to magnolia beach in texas because we were like we could camp right on the beach and we could stay there for a minute and then then we'll go awesome yeah, I was like, then we'll head to we'll head to Florida where it's warm because everywhere else is cold, and every. But then, right when we were leaving, was the giant snowstorm, Us and too. Texas was worse than Missouri. So we were like, no, we're going straight to Florida. And then, at, when we first got here, our initial thought was we'd go like up the East Coast and then make our way around. But now we're thinking we're going to go to the West Coast. Um, I think we've all just agreed that we'd rather go to the West Coast. Well, you know, I had the same thought. I thought, you know, we'll we'll kind of go dip down into Florida and then come back up and go yeah. up the East Coast and all that. But we 
we found out that's not the smartest thing to do yeah because the snowbirds that live in florida go back and a lot of them live on the east coast so they go back up from april to go home or finally the weather's good Mm -hmm. on the upper east coast and everything's booked and and it's a lot more expensive to travel on the upper east coast whereas if you go west it's a lot more affordable and open and there's more to offer right yeah that's kind of what we were thinking and we had said originally that we wanted to like all get our passports and go through Canada into Alaska. But, we want to do that too. But yeah. as of right now, we, we still can't. can't. Yeah. yeah. But if it opens back up, then we want to do that. So your 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 bus is pretty well insulated for cold weather. Yeah. So when we when we listed our house, we actually moved completely out of our house, and the the house was empty, and we moved into the bus. So. To get used to it, right? Yeah, Tyler installed a, it's a mini split unit. So, okay. uh, we built a sub four. Okay. Oh, it's to the bottom. So when, when we, when we bought the bus, we bought it straight from the school district. Right. So it still had like, uh, kids pictures on the roof. <laughs> oh, wow. For, yeah. for, for assigned seating. Oh, wow. That's um, crazy. I took those down because that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't take it. <laughs> um, and then literally we tore the seats out. What did you do with all those? We burned them. <laughs> I worked for a trash company. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. There I, you go. I bought a I bought a forty uh, yard comp or yeah uh, roll off box basically right. like a, huge a compactor dumpster. like a dumpster right yeah, like yeah, when yeah. I see it a constru- construction zone right that big that big uh, yeah that's down yeah, here yeah, yeah, yeah. sure yeah okay basically one of those I filled it to the freaking top whenever they showed up anyways um we took the we took all the seats out. And I thought that would be the easiest part about our whole build. Not so, huh? No. That yeah. was the worst part. Literally, <laughs> the worst part. Uh, you have to deal with uh, rusty bolts, rusty screws. Lots um, of back, putting your back into it. I had, so I, me being the owner of the bus. Yeah. I was the one underneath Getting all the rust and the dirt. How many seats were in there? Uh, sixty. Uh, it's a sixty-five passenger. I think there was twenty-six. Twenty-six. Yeah. Twenty-six seats. I think. That's a lot. Yeah, but you gotta think each post. Yeah. Post to the floor has two bolts, and that is two, four. So all of that. So you you had no choice but to do a subfloor because you have all these holes in in the the floor of the the bus. That's six six bolts per seat. Yeah. You got 26 seats. That's a lot. (laughs) 26 times six. Who's the math whiz around here? Not me. me. we, (laughs) We ended up getting it out. But then... After that, we foamed in all the foamed in on the holes. Yeah. So we have no air, you know, air leakage, right. nothing like that. And then we actually, a lot of people they they tear out the old floor. That might be one thing that I would do different. I would say, but we left the literally we left the stock floor, okay. and we left it all the way how it was, vinyl floor. A lot of people rip it up, but 
That's not the flooring you see in it, though. He did a, a subfloor and framed it all out right. and did insulation in that. And then we have like a, like, like yours, like a gray wood floor mm-hmm. okay. in ours. Um, but so when we were staying in it there, it was like 20s, 30s outside. And the, our bed 26. is. 26. Yeah. Our okay. bed is like it's up in the back and it stayed warm like 70s i would say 71 but the kids we use um it's called a corduroy and it's a it's like a huge bean bag but then it folds out into a queen size bed well it's a a full slash queen okay and so during the day you can put it away and it's just like a bean bag but then you can we pull it out at night well when we were there and it was that cold the floor was too cold for them to lay down there so right. we all just slept in the king right but it wasn't like unbearable right but we also don't plan on being in the cold right we're you trying, can't yeah i mean we've even found that out here because yeah. we were in alabama during that same cold spell yeah um we we were living in it and mm-hmm. it, it it there was one night i don't know it was like 15 degrees it was crazy yeah. i mean it was crazy cold yeah and we heat with propane Okay. So we were going through. I mean, we have we have electrical wall units in here as mm-hmm. well. It stayed warm, but we were going through the propane. That's how they. That's how his sister. Yeah, was. we were going through it, man. Yeah. And we. I never realized how many people use propane. Right. I mean, there's a lot of people that mm-hmm. like depend on propane to keep themselves warm. And yeah. This was a whole new world for us, and that's why when we were learning about RV and everybody's like, follow the warm weather cheaper yeah follow the warm weather that's our plan (laughs) (laughs) and i know and you know we had all because he's a snowboarder you know all the boarding we're like we're gonna go to the mountains you know we're gonna cruise and go do the mountains and now i'm like no Mm, let's surf (laughs) you know let's you know let's Mm -hmm. not really because it's expensive right it's expensive to keep these things warm he's from colorado and we want we plan on going to colorado to see his family but i i was like we should go in like september go in the summer yeah when it's warm when it's warm yeah. we can still see the mountains and stuff but not be cold yeah <laughs> uh-huh. yeah you guys noticed that we have like 15 kids <laughs> you do not. He goes. He goes. I think they've got like fifteen. I said no. They've got two or three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have sometimes, four, but four all together. Sometimes it feels like fifteen, though. Yeah, I can see um, that. So the cougar camper behind us, right? That is my sister, right? And my brother-in-law, and our nephews, and um, they came with us from Missouri. So, they are traveling full-time with us. They right. were actually full-time two weeks prior to us. Oh, no. No, a month? Like, six weeks. They were they were staying in Before their camper us? Yeah, at, at, at their mom's, mom's. And they were in their camper for the full snowstorm. We were getting, like, negatives, and they were going through propane yeah. like crazy. So... Speaking of that, yeah, so they were going through propane like crazy. Yeah. We still owned our house at the time, and, like, we had already moved into the bus. Yeah. And so we could show the house. So we can show the oh, house. Oh, okay. So we had already moved into the bus. It was, like, 26 degrees outside, I think. It was and cold. the first night that we moved into the bus, it was 26 degrees out. 
and there was snow on the ground. Yeah. And it took us a week, maybe. And it was until it got had, in, like, we, the negative. We, we didn't want to move, like, back to into our the house. house. Because right, right. our house went under contract in less than 12 hours. So we weren't going to be showing the house anymore. We were already under contract with someone. But so we and, but we didn't want to get all of our stuff back in and then have right. to move it right back out. Because usually your closing is, like, around, well, like, 45 to, like, 60 days. But he wanted to close he needed to close a lot faster and we were like well we don't want to move back in and then have to do move this again in a couple right. weeks yeah well we were really thankful for that the cold spell hit when it did for us because we learned yeah you know we learned you know i wouldn't want that to happen like what we went west and then it happened when we were right. there and then we you know here we are away from home what we know you know, without understanding. And then we're already stuck out there, you yeah. know. So we were glad it kind of happened when it did and we learned from it. So before we close, as as these, you know, adventurous young people out there on the road with your families and you've done this great thing and you've been brave, you've sold your house, you've renovated this bus and ever, all this and, and you're living and there's somebody that's wanting to do what you're doing. What piece of advice would you give them? Quit your job. unless you need to study income then get a remote job get a remote (laughs) job but but you know i think some people are worried about you know the kids and school and stuff like that i mean would you tell them it's okay you know that that you can you can make it work yeah yeah it's honestly i thought it would be a huge adjustment for our kids i thought that they would struggle and they've been perfectly fine. They are enjoying yeah. it. They're enjoying being outside, exploring. And our oldest understands it. Our youngest doesn't. But he's very excited for everything to come. And we tell him, like, the next place we're going and what we're going to do. And he's very excited about all of it. And he knows that, that he is going to start, like, schooling in the bus. And so he's aware of everything. And he's perfectly content. He, is, he looks forward to all of it. So... He hasn't struggled at all, and luckily he's been able to make friends wherever we go. He will never and, have yeah. any problem making friends. He's going to do just fine. Yeah, so we don't really have, I don't have a good viewpoint on, like, the homeschooling aspect yet. Right. Um, but we plan on, I mean, a lot of people are doing virtual now anyway. Right. just, you know, but, so we plan on doing online and... We'll figure it out. Well, yeah. I admire y'all. I think it's, I mean, to be as young as you guys are and taking this, it, it, I don't consider it a risk that much. I, I consider it being brave, brave to take the adventure and to get out of the box and not have to live in the norms of what everybody says you have to do. Right. You have to have the job. you got to work the eight to 12 hours. You don't. Yeah. Whenever I told everyone that I was going to buy a school bus, Everyone told me I was effing crazy, insane. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, "What? Yeah." What? I mean, it sounds weird. Yeah. Like people don't <laughs> just say, "Hey, I'm gonna buy a bus and live in it." <laughs> I literally built that bus from the ground up. Well, you should be proud of it. I'm immensely proud. Of yeah, you of should it. be. Right. You made time for your dream. I did, and I loved what I did. It gave me a purpose. It gave it honestly shot us to be able to afford our wedding. What I did, and then after that, it just became you know thirteen hours a day. 
Well, I think that's true for most people's jobs. You know, I, I was a, a yoga instructor, and I loved what I did. But when when you when you do it for your living every day, it, it, even even if you love what you do, at some point, sometimes when when your livelihood depends on it, mm-hmm. it does start to become a job, right. um, and it's hard to keep that that love of it alive mm-hmm. all the time um and especially when you're putting in a lot of hours and you're missing things like raising your children and being an active part of their lives and i think that for young people that's the thing that's missing for them a lot is to be active with their children to be an active role player in their bringing up and 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 i think that's a lot of what's wrong with the society today is because we send them to school we let the school do the teaching we let the school do the raising we go to work, we but we grind, we do what we got to do to pay the bills, and we say hey to each other. Maybe we say to hate each other at the dinner table. Right. Maybe we don't. You know, and then you just get in this cycle of repeat, 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 and and there's no there's no lust for life, yeah. right? So right. I think it's great. I think it's great that y'all are doing it, and I, I'm I'm proud of you for it, and I'm glad to have met Thanks. you along the way. We watched a really cool. Um, movie on hulu called no man nomad land you guys should watch it um it's not people exactly in our situation these are people that had no other alternative except to go to the road you know they built mm-hmm. out vans they lost everything they had but they found this uh, brotherhood on the road and when they uh, meet someone on the road they when they leave one another they say i'll see you down the road that's cute (laughs) and it's really cute and they say once you you meet someone you talk to someone you learn about someone somewhere down the road you're going to meet each other again so i have no doubt somewhere down the road we'll meet you guys again and on that note tell everybody how they can find you at wonderless schoolie s-k-o-o-l-i-e on instagram okay and eventually you guys probably will do a youtube channel maybe even a podcast down the road uh if you decide to let us know we'll send a shout out to the people we know and help y'all follow um and i'll hashtag you guys's instagram account when we put this out and we should get it out tomorrow or maybe the next day okay all right it was great to meet you guys had a great time getting to know you and we'll see you down the road peace out